Good morning, Vietnam. Hello, hello. Is this working? Is this working? Do I have to talk like this all the time? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. So this is going to be interesting because uh, we have a special guest today, Jacob, our friend. And him and I are outside walking. Well, hey. I, I could walk. So I don't know how this is going to work with background noise or anything. So we will, we will forge ahead. Oh, it's going to be all right. Bob, did you make it out of your beauty sleep on time? I slept enough to uh, uh, to make you, myself look gorgeous again. I, I would hope so, because you sleep more than anybody I know. <laughs> Nine o'clock, I'm tired. 7.30, <laughs> I'm still in bed. I'm just so, so tired. Okay, Linda. <laughs> Uh, uh, I can hear oh. Brian all right. I think I I, I could hear Jacob uh, uh, just fine as well. All right. Well, good. Are we good here? I'm trying to wrangle a house while my wife is so, so tired and asleep. So. <laughs> Runs in the family. Uh, I got a dog that might knock my computer and cup of coffee over, too. So welcome to my life this morning. So Nice. All right. Well, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Um, I'm miserable right now because it's like 35 degrees outside and I don't have gloves on and I'm holding my phone and I'm about to, it's either going to drop or my hand's just going to freeze. I don't know. Something's going to happen here. I think you should just, uh, pee on it and see what happens. Might make it warmer. I am not moist as a loop. I'm not going to be peeing on my hands. (laughs) Well, speaking, since, uh, you, uh brought up Moises Alou. How uh, does everybody have any opening day thoughts? Oh, fuck Homer Bailey. Yeah, Go Braves! The Braves are currently in first place. Uh, thank you. And that will end by the end of the weekend. That's right. We could say we were there. It's like 95. The Reds will be in first place by the end of April. And then they will lose it by the end of May and be in dead last place when it's all said and done. Hey, I did not realize uh, in talking with uh, some other uh, baseball fans that are also Reds fans, so basically, you know, like three out of four uh, baseball fans in Louisville are, you know, uh, Reds fans, which just sucks. Uh, But I did not realize on opening day that they do this big parade and all this stuff uh, around town. Brian, have you ever gone to any of that? Um, I have not been to that, but I have been to opening day. But, yeah, that's been a tradition up there in Cincinnati for years and years. Um, they used to have an elephant, but they don't do that anymore. But, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty much a citywide holiday. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, they, they must have stopped because they realized they suck so bad. Jacob, what are your thoughts on the Brewers this year? They're going to play baseball. Very profound. Very profound. All right. Well, that's well, why uh, we brought Jacob on today for his baseball insight. Uh, he is the Tim Kirchin of our group. Jackie McMullen looks like your wife's fr- your wife's friends, Carol. I have no idea. Just... I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Only hey, people that I'm are awake and walking this. understand that joke. Right, yeah, we're, we're, we're only half awake at this point. Uh, I, You know what? I think the Braves are going to have a pretty good season. We're, uh, although I checked the um, 
there was something online about, uh, you know, stats for making the World Series. And it uh, looked like the Nationals were pretty pretty far up there. And, uh, you know, of course, they're in our division. But the Braves are like one, 125 to 1 to make the World Series. So uh, we're, not, we're not looking good this year. We'll, we'll simply call it a rebuild year again. But if we, if we finish middle pack, you know, maybe, uh, maybe with the winning season, I think we'll, we will consider that a win. Uh, I could go on for hours about how bad the front office is with the Braves. You know, we, we've always focused on pitching ever since Clavin, and Smoltz and Maddox. And we've always been like, oh, we got to we gotta go get pitchers. We got to go get these young guys. Well, I mean, fuck all the young guys ever since then, really, have, you know, since that whole one sport deal for their entire life, uh, have all, you know, come up and been looking good. But all of a sudden, you know, hello, Tommy John. And they are out for a year and suck afterwards, or they they're out for a year and they go somewhere else. Um, so I just think our uh, our focus on young pitching is just way off. Continues to be way off. We're you know fucking twenty years into it, and until we change that, we we just we don't suck. But, Rob, the Braves have a shortstop that a lot of people are considering who could be rookie of the year this year. Yeah, I mean, Acuna is, uh, it, it is pretty damn sharp. But, I mean, fuck, we're, we're also known to get rid of our best defensive players. And, um, you know, I, I, it, was a, it, was a, it was a blessing that we were able to keep Chipper Jones for as long as we did. But uh, the, um, I, I can't remember the guy's name now, but two or three years ago we got rid of literally the best fucking shortstop in the uh, in the in the league and sent them over to the angels and um, you know I mean shortstops are great Brian but I mean you know defense is great but Jesus I mean if you don't have any fucking offense um, and you, you, you got a terrible pitching staff I mean you can only be hit to our shortstop so many times well now that Buster only has been on here and we're special guest and broken down the Braves. I'm thoroughly, I'm thoroughly bored. Hey, let me ask you guys, uh, with regard to Spectrum, I don't know if you guys have Spectrum or not, or maybe I do. TV or whatever, but hey, do you guys get the uh, MLB package? Uh, you know, you can watch all the games. I think it's like maybe two, three hundred bucks for the year. Do you guys ever do that? Well, I don't because all the Reds games are televising. That's oh, all oh, I really I'm care sorry. about. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah cool. I have DirecTV and Fox Sports Ohio comes through my airwaves. Well, to that point, I might call Spectrum and ask about it. Because most of the Braves games are on Fox, Fox Sports South. God knows we're never on the Yankees. You're not the, the Yankees. Fox, so they're always, yeah, they're always playing. Um, but, yeah, I might, I might very well check into Fox Sports South and see. Because, I mean, it's like 300 bucks a year to have all the games and Shit, I don't watch any of those games. I just watch the Braves. Well, it being your, it, you can call Spectrum. They have like a sports package, and maybe um, Fox Sports Atlanta or whatever it is is part of that sports package. So you don't have to spend all your money on that. We had that. Yeah, for, we had that for about a year, and it seemed like you could get a lot of games that were out of market. It just kind of depended on. <laughs> what they were making available at the time. I got to see a lot of Brewers games that I wouldn't have normally saw. So it might be worth checking into the sports package, yeah. Because, hmm. I mean, basically all the Foxes around the country, I, I think, 
take care of all the baseball games, right? I mean, Fox Sports Ohio and Fox Sports South. I mean, there's like a Fox Sports for every goddamn city these days. Pretty much. Yeah, Fox Sports Tecumseh. <laughs> I guess that gets the Native American baseball uh, coverage in. <laughs> All right, dead air. I like this. I like this. Let's switch on to something different. It probably affects all of us. Well, it doesn't affect Rob because he doesn't live in Kentucky. But what was your all's thoughts on the uh, yesterday public schools in Jefferson County canceling due to the pension? Can, can, I, can I interrupt and, and ask that we get the uh, specific professional analysis from Jacob, uh, given your uh, lifelong teaching career? Uh, and, and ask that you dumb it down because honestly, I haven't paid much attention to it, and I, I don't really understand what the uh, what the whole deal is. No. <laughs> Pass. Okay. All right. Here, here's here's the gist of it. Well, of course, you guys. Uh, the basic idea, as far as the protest, is that so many teachers called in sick that they didn't have the, a lot of school systems didn't have enough subs. Correct. To actually, Correct. cover classes. Uh, I think for the two years, that's probably the best move they could have made as far as protest because it's the only real leverage that they have. Uh, as far as the plan itself, um, some of the details that they posted on the courier, at least, actually don't sound too bad. Um, you don't get to use your sick days towards retirement. Um, as far as getting your full benefits, there's some combination of, uh, I think it's age and years of teaching experience have to equal 87, which is probably not too bad. Uh, the cost of living benefit was kept the same. And now they did remove a $5,000 death benefit. I don't know if that's uh, when you're retired or if that's what causes you to retire, but uh the biggest, the biggest thing is going to be is that uh, new teachers or recently hired teachers, instead of getting a full state-funded pension, have to put uh, 9% of their salary into a 401k plan to go along with a, a reduced state pension benefit. How big of an effect that's going to have, I didn't really say. I mean, I think the big thing, aside from just any reduction of benefits, is the way that this was crammed in to a, a water sewage bill. Or yeah, sewage yeah. bill. So it was really snuck in there with no chance to read it, debate it, or anything like that. Uh, so the teachers probably have a right to be upset. It, it could be that it's not that big of a difference. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I guess we won't know until more details come out. Well, and this, here's my thought on the whole thing. If Kentucky wasn't such an ass-backwards state, this whole problem could be eliminated with one vote, and that is a yes vote for casinos. Look at Indiana. Look at their roads. Look at their schools. And it's because of tax, it's because of the tax money that's generated from the casinos. When is this state going to 
realize that and live like in the now instead of you know a hundred years ago it's not a bad thing if we put casinos in then we're not giving all of our money to, to indiana to you know mississippi to ohio where they have where that money can go into something like the school systems, like pensions for teachers, like roads, infrastructure, things like that. But nothing is so backwards and so behind with the times that they can't get their head out of their ass. Well, Matt, Matt, speaking of being behind the times, um, I think this would be good to quote Mark Twain. He said, when I die, I want to die in Kentucky because they're 20 years behind. Damn it, Brian, I was going to use that line. Well played. There you go. There you go. You know, interestingly, I, I mean, if, if Jacob, with regard to the 401k and the, uh, you know, the pension concept, if, if in fact, you know, what is happening here is that, you know, a certain percentage of the pension is then is going to now be required instead to go through a 401k, uh, let's say that that's in theory correct. I, I, again, I have no clue. Uh, I really haven't paid attention to the details, but I think that has been a bit of an issue for a while as to, you know, pension versus, you know, 401k and investing in the market. I, just, I wonder if these same teachers are going to bitch and complain when the 401k market, uh, you know, does a heck of a lot better than any pension uh, would. And so when they retire, they're in up with, you know, maybe 20, 30, 40% more for their retirement than any pension would offer them. My counter to that argument is uh, I have 12 years of, uh, of contributions to just a straight 401k uh, through the archdiocese. And uh, if I was to retire today, which of course, you know, after 12 years, no one is probably gonna be able to retire. Uh, I would have about one year's pay. Now, Maybe in 20, 30 years, I would be a, a more uh, life-sustaining retirement. Uh, I just have, have some questions about that as to how effective mm-hmm. that could be. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other, the other big difference between a pension and a 401k is that pension is kind of like that guaranteed payment where it may not be 100%, but you know what you're going to get and you get it no matter what for the rest of your life, right? And there might even be some survivor benefits as opposed to 401k, which is like, hey, you get what you get and, you know, you do with it what you want, right? Uh, well, I mean, there's still early withdrawal penalties and whatnot, but... Uh... Yeah. I mean, I would just say that, at least with my experience, to say that it would be a better solution than uh, publicly funded pension seems uh, mm-hmm. uh, less than optimistic. Of me well, I think having a having a hedge fund governor makes good sense to uh, to you know have things invested in the market. Um, I, I, I mean, I, my point is that um, it's not a not a. a you know, shot in the dark move. It's like at least he he might know very well know what he's what he's saying or doing, or at least living off the principles that just made him a lot of money. Well, that's true. Uh, it, it would be nice if, however, the uh, in this particular case, we would have had a little bit more knowledge, any knowledge, about uh, just exactly uh, the four hundred one k performance over the last thirty years, and mm-hmm. just how much that will affect. Uh, 
future benefits compared to just a, a straight government-funded uh, pension system. Granted, right. it's a situation that he did not create, and I give him credit for at least trying to address the issue, but the way it was snuck in and done under darkness and berating and berating teachers at the same time, eh, a little less than uh, positive on the, uh, the results, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the whole thing just coming back into, you know, putting this kind of thing into a goddamn sewage bill. I mean, give me a break. I mean, you know, what the fuck? Who's going to who's going to be who's ever going to be OK with that? You know, well, apparently Bevin is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair enough. All right. On to other topics. Is there anything else that we had on the docket? Ah. Yes, no. Hold on, let me get my notes out here. You said you wanted to talk about Chris Mack. Chris Mack, great hire by U of L. Is about like Terry Miners. Sure does. You know what though? That's okay. Hopefully he's not as annoying. But my thought on the whole Chris Mack hire is there's no drama with him. You don't is have. A, is there a back yeah. backing up to somebody? I think Rob is a. That was me. He's at an emergency room somewhere because I've just heard that <laughs> sound like crashes going on behind him. <laughs> God. Hey, little fun fact to know about Chris Mack. Did you know his wife's from Louisville? Yes, I heard that. Went to Holy Cross. Another fun fact. She was the runner-up to Miss Kentucky basketball uh, to Jeff Walls's sister. Yes. So Boy, those two points haven't been beaten to death over the last oh, year. God. Did you also know that uh, he has no hair? <laughs> he is bald. Um, he doesn't hide it. That's good. No, he does not hide it. He does and, not pull a Gene Katie. No. And he is an avid Kid Rock fan. He sure is. Uh, don't know. Uh, we can't really judge character here uh, at U of L just because, you know, of Rick Pitino. Um, I did find it interesting, however, that when he gets hired, uh, you know, he, of course, has to be on ESPN. He calls ESPN people just to get his name out there. I find that, you know, distasteful. Just go away. I'm tired of Rick Pitino. He just needs to go hide in Florida with all the other retired people with their loafers and their black socks jacked all the way up to their knees. That's my thought. I would um, I would do that to be as wealthy as that guy is. Yeah, well, I hope Louisville doesn't give him a dime. Did you guys see the uh, article about Bettino um, where he was like in Florida on his billionaire island and went off to watch a, or play golf with his son and then uh, went off to watch a play or something and then watched him, uh, watched him tournament ball? I was like, oh, such a tough life, stupid fucker. <laughs> Well, I, but that goes to his success. Not, I mean, not knocking him, which we could all do. But you know, hey, he's enjoying hey, his finest things in life right now. But uh, our uh, our fraternity uh, brother Michael Lindenberger had a pretty good uh, article about uh, Patino, saying that yeah, he probably didn't know, but uh, yeah, to to give him a second chance and whatnot, it's kind of like yeah, you know. I think you've done enough. If there's apparently today I saw something about an overseas offer to coach somewhere. Yeah, it's in New Zealand. Yeah, I think you should take it if he really wants to get back in. Well, the thing is, and I, and I quote, he said 
that he he just wanted somebody to give him a chance. He didn't care what level it was. Well, there you go. And then, he, but he has come, he has come out and said that he's not going to take that job. No, he he said it was BS, and somebody's just poking fun at him. Good. I hope his feelings got hurt. Ha! Huh, he got butt hurt. He did. He did. So. I uh, I specifically like Chris Mack because uh, uh, most importantly because his name is not Scotty Davenport. <laughs> there will come a day where Scotty is gone, and then well, I, he's got four or five years left in his contract. But you know, um, he's I don't not think he's going. Gonna, I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. He's not. And, uh, did Bellerman win it all this year? Um, you know, I'm just going to I, a little bit of a fuzzy. Uh, feedback coming in from Brian's phone. I couldn't quite Hashtag hear that. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll keep going. Exactly. You know, he's um, I, I'm listen, I love Scotty. I love, you know, I love his uh, his coaching style, obviously. I love the stature that he brings to Bellman. Uh, that being said, I mean, I, you know, things that people don't talk a lot about Scott about Scotty is, you know, he's a decent recruiter, but you know, even in Division Two, we need more than the five foot eight, you know, white kid that can shoot the ball from half court. Um, and I think the biggest flaw that Scotty has had, and I, I, you know, if he were being honest, I think he would happily admit this. Fuck, he can't, he can't bring in the big guys. He has yet to bring in like a true, like dominant force or super tall guy that is, um, you know, dominant in the paint. Now, I know Division Two ball was much different, and you've got a lot of shooters, and if you've got a lot of shooters, you also have to defend those guys. But, I mean, fuck, it, it just – anytime we play a team that is rough and, uh, you know, very, very physical and, you know, a lot of paint and stuff, you know, I think of Indianapolis this year. I went up to the, to the Indy game. They've got a, a, a guy that, I mean, is fucking 260 and, and you know, like 6'5 or something. And, I mean, he was a freaking dominant force. And, you know, I mean, it's not like there are, you know, those types of guys, you know, dime a dozen, but it would sure as hell be nice to have one of those guys in the last, you know, 10 years. And we've never really had that. Wouldn't they be playing in Division One? What's that? If, wouldn't those kind of players be in Division One then? No, I mean, I, you know, there are there are a decent amount of those types of guys in Division Two, But, I mean, your point's well taken. It's more of a Division One ball style. Um, but I mean, again, I, I just, I think that, that there, there is an opportunity to go find these guys. I mean, you know, we, we, um, we lost in the second round in the, in the regions, um, this year and lost to fair state. And, you know, honestly, fair state is, you know, they, they probably should have been the number two seed, whereas we were the number two seed, but they lost in their, uh, in their tournament. But, I mean, shit, Fair State had a big guy, and we just, I mean, you know, we, we couldn't stop him down down in the paint. And granted, we almost won. We, you know, lost on a last-second, you know, quote-unquote foul on, on the, the, you know, for a three. But I, I just really feel like if, if there is a flaw in Scotty's basketball design, <clears throat> again, keep in mind, his one flaw would be like, you know, all I, I would have like, 25. I mean, all of the things he does well are the things that I wouldn't. But the one glaring flaw is the fact that we just don't have any inside meat. Giggity. Oh, all right. 
That being All said, right. we're super happy he's still there. He's got four or five years left on his contract. Um, you know, we got we we we've still got um, we got a good couple guys coming in already for next year with the seniors that we're going to have. We're we're going to still be competitive and hopefully elite eight bound. Oh, I have no doubt that they'll bounce back and be in the elite eight. That's what's and the uh, you know the winner the, the division two winner this year was. Um, uh, was uh, actually I take it back. It was not fair. It was uh, yeah. We lost to Finley. Uh, Ferris State hosted this year in our region, and they were national champion. I mean, they were just. It was just one of those years. I mean, they were just freaking really, really good. And so, even if we would have won- beaten Finley, we would have had to beat Ferris State at home. And I just don't see. I don't see how that could have happened. Where is Ferris State? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, that's a lovely town. Uh, it's about six and a half hours from here. Um, so, you know, not terrible. I was, if we would have won on that Sunday and played Fair State on Tuesday, I was going to make the trip up. But, um, you know, I mean, and that's the other thing. So many of our, you know, it's really the, the GLBC and the GLIAC that are dominant within our region now. And, couple of the GLBC teams are looking at the GLIAC now. And so, you know, it might very well be. I know we've been a part of the GLBC since, I think, back in our high school days. But, um, you know, that might not be a bad move for us to start looking at a different conference as well. Because we're just, you know, I mean, fuck, we're, we're ending up in Kansas City, you know, and, and uh, you know, even further west sometimes just for regular conference games. Yeah, but the GLVC, they're that's like the ACC of divisions. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not a terrible division by you any don't means, wanna... but I, I just think that things are going. It's looking like uh, uh, it's looking like the GLIAC, and you know, the, there are some things that are really happening to uh, transition away from the GLVC. Uh, all right. Well, let's see. We've talked. A little bit about Chris Mack. The women's team took a horrible loss last night. They pulled what the men's team usually do with 10 seconds left to go. You know, it was interesting. I watched all of about 14 seconds of that second half. (laughs) I I turned it on when they were inbounding the ball uh, and they were up by one. Um, But interestingly, I I found, you know, when they uh, passed the ball in and that lady – decided to make the, you know, take the shot for the, you know, two-pointer. I mean, she was pretty wide open when she did that. And I just wondered to myself thinking, oh, okay. I wonder why she wouldn't have just continued to like four corners until like, you know, four seconds. And then she could just throw the fucking ball in the air and and not allow them to have a shot. The reason. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the reason she did that is of the people – Oh, the women that were on the floor for U of L at the time, she was the worst free throw shooter. Mm-hmm. So percentage wise, obviously, with her having a layup, is going to be a lot better than her being a sixty like five percent free throw shooter. So, but there was nobody on that half of the court. She could have run over there. By the time somebody would have gotten over to her, then somebody would have been open on the other end. You know, I mean, it definitely, it definitely would have been risky, you know, because, you know, you, anytime you pass the ball, obviously somebody could have stolen it. And then, you know, again, uh, uh, Rich Pippen moment, you know, you could have been like, well, <laughs> you know, why didn't she just make the shot, you know? But, 
Well, and then Louisville had a foul to give. I think they were trying the, to give that foul, but um, the pass was made or something. Yes, they were. Um, but, according to Coach Walls, they were trying to uh, get a foul there, but they had miscommunication, and it led to that uh, woman hitting a wide-open three. Well, I tell you, they need to give they need to open the bank for Jeff Walls because I have a feeling if if they don't, he he's not going to be at Louisville much. I longer. agree. I think uh, they already did open the bank for him, didn't they? Like the last, I thought he renewed that, his contract in the last year or two. Uh, they have not renewed his contract. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they will. They 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 want to, but they are just waiting for the end of the season, but they need to give him whatever he wants him and Dan McDonald, the baseball coach. They just need to give whatever they want and say, okay, here you go. You can have it because schools are, are looking better. Schools are looking at them and we need to keep them here. No, I agree. I, he, I They should do whatever they can to make him happy. So first, uh, first cool little sidebar. It would be interesting if the tides turned and there was some sort of sex scandal with the women's uh, g- team, where there were Chippendales involved and prostitutes uh, on the male side. First, I think that would be uh, quite interesting. Um, I don't think they're into that kind of stuff over on the women's. Y- side. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the same female <laughs> escorts uh, would could be used then. Fair enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> That would be. I sense the innuendo in that statement. Yes, that that would be uh, <laughs> that would be uh, pretty interesting. Um, and you know, secondly, I, I think the other the other part of the the, the rest of that fourteen seconds that I watched because literally halftime or, or at overtime I turned it off. Uh, but the last play, I haven't heard a whole lot about, and I know it's like oh he got fouled or oh you know so and so. But I mean, even for a guy that just watches Fowlman basketball. I, in watching that last five seconds after that lady hit the three, it was pretty goddamn obvious to me that that our person, whoever the hell that was, got absolutely, uh, to use a Brian uh, expression, mollywopped and fouled as she was going up for that uh, for that free throw or for that uh, layup. Am I am I way off on that or what? No. Oh yeah. No. If it was hockey, it would have been a hell of a good hip, hip check. I mean, Jesus Christ. And again, I know that, you know, everybody's like, oh, wow, she got fouled. They should have caught. But I mean, that was, I mean, and, and even they, when, when they showed the replay there, it wasn't like an incidental contact. I mean, that lady, like, you know, she, her body was going into our UofL player. She wasn't even backing off and allowing the UofL lady to go in. It was a, like, forceful, I mean, I, I, I don't think that ref could ever have been criticized for calling a foul like that. That was just. Uh, I, I really thought I was like, oh, good, okay, we got foul, we're going to be all right. Well, of course, and then you know you missed the the follow up little you know little jumper there as well. So I don't know. It just it, it was an interesting finish to say the least. And then uh, UConn got beat, right? Yes. Yep. <clears throat> to Notre Dame, who's all three losses this year. Didn't Louisville beat them all three times? Uh, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame beat yeah. U of L once. No, no? U of L beat no, no. Notre Dame at least twice that I know of. One was a blowout, and one was really close. It was the ACC tournament. Oh, that was. Okay. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, what could have been? You know, the uh, there's been. a reason that Notre Dame won. Good Friday. Wait for it. They have Jesus on their side. How many times is that going to be brought up tonight with Sister Jean and Loyola Chicago? Probably all the fish. Who are who, who yeah. is uh, Loyola, Loyola Chicago playing, by the way? Michigan. Michigan. And Jalen Rose's mom came out and said she had she, that she was going to be at the game and she had something for Sister Jean, which that just goes with, you know, the trashiness of the Fab Five. I wouldn't let any of their family members near near the Michigan program. But I yeah, bet I bet uh, I bet that lady's a Protestant. Uh, who? Uh, no, the, Jean? Uh, Jalen Rose's mom. No, right. she's, <laughs> yeah. she's probably going to bring out like one of those Martin Luther books and put it on uh, Sister Jean's uh, wheelchair or something. Oh, <laughs> Um, so the overtime last night, um, we just got killed that night because we lost by like 10. Yeah, it just – they were tired and they just couldn't hit no – Nobody of a barn. Jesus. Hey, yeah. we might have a hot mic situation here. I just uh, – I, I, I've been sitting in my car waiting for the slow pokes to get around Seneca. And uh, I've been, I've been in, my, in my car doing my little leg lift so I can keep up with them. But um, I'm now joined forces at Seneca and – how are we doing on hot mic? We got an echo here. No, we're okay, good. 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 Uh, yeah. So the um, yeah, ten points. I just figured we ran out of gas and just didn't have any have any energy to really get through it. Uh, I agree. <laughs> on that note, we are pushing thirty minutes here, and uh, I got crap to do. So, oh, so, so, that, that's that how it works. So we finally get on here and get rolling, get rolling. and uh, Matt's got to get off because he has to take care of his kids. Yeah. Heaven forbid fatherhood for a middle-aged man, which is what we do, take precedence over. You got to tell your wife to get, get her ass up and get her in the kitchen to take care of kids and make you some pie. She isn't. Oh, good. Well, she didn't hear that. So. <laughs> on that note, let's plan on doing this again soon. We've waited too long. That's why we're uh, long-winded. Well, if, it, if we didn't try and do these at fucking midnight, maybe we could do them uh, a little bit more often. Nine o'clock is late midnight. Half into my sleep cycle. I know old people that stay up later well, than you. fair enough. I bet your wife stays up later than you. Well, I'm tired. I get up before her. <laughs> or we... That's what life is. Life is about being tired. I guess so. so. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to edit this and uh, get it out there to you. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll See talk ya. later. Bye. All right. Bye. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good.